Once again, we are doing a player talk with this golfing. And uh, we have Douglas Crenshaw, uh, 15221, joins the conversation uh, while I was talking to Phil Rowe. These gentlemen, Phil Rowe's uh, PDGA number is 12869, by the way. And these two gentlemen are good friends. They've been playing a long time. Uh, they have a wealth of uh, disc golfing experience, but we had a short, quick conversation. The tournament's going to be kicking off soon, so um, we got cut off a little court short, but I'm perfectly fine with that. We're here to play. And uh, But Mr. Crenshaw has um, been a PDA gym member since 1999 up to 2023. Uh, Mr. Crenshaw had 100 events with 34 career wins. And uh, it was a pleasure having these gentlemen here on the podcast with me today. So I hope you enjoy this quick conversation. Here we go. All right, this is JT. I appreciate y'all listening in. This is the Disc Golfing Podcast. And as I said, I'm going to find some interesting people so we can talk about disc golf. And this gentleman with a big grin on his face sitting across the table <laughs> from me is Mr. Phil Rowe. His PDGA number is 12869, which means he's been around for a bit. A little so, bit, yeah. So, if if phone rings, that's fine. Don't worry. So, it's, uh, it's just a message. Especially, especially if it's another half. If it's your other half, we got to answer. Yeah. So. All right. So to put that in scope, as far as P- he's been playing longer than what the stats show on PDGA, so we show him from 1997 to 2023. Um, we obviously know there's a ton more rounds in between there. Um, Global Masters rank is 12. Is it really? Yeah, showing you at 12. You got 20 career wins wow. and 95 events. Um, how you doing, sir? Tell us a little I'm bit about well. you. This I'm is the first time me and him have talked. He's just sat down, so <laughs> I'm getting to know him, too. So. I'm doing well, JT. Thank you for asking. I, uh, I've i been playing, as you said, or I've been a member since 1997, but I started playing in the late 80s in uh, okay. Columbia, Missouri. And uh, there's a name that that you or some of your listeners may know, Rick Rothstein, okay. um, who is a Hall of Famer. Uh, he was running the Columbia Disc Golf Club at that time, and I saw an advertisement in the paper for a disc golf tournament that day, and I went, oh, I used to throw Frisbees a lot, and I like to play golf. Okay. Why not? So I went out, and Rick sold me my first disc. Oh, wow. A 175 Phoenix. Which Do you still I, have it, though? No. Heck no. <laughs> Had to ask. That thing, that thing was, was awful. It was a terrible disc. It was very overstable for a new player. It was just not the not the right disc. But that's all right. I forgave him. And, uh, played a few years in Columbia. Uh, and then my wife and, and two kids moved to... Fort Myers, Florida, okay. uh, in 1992, and uh, we... There were no courses there, so I took kind of a hiatus for about five years until we moved to Orlando, and then I was in disc golf heaven with uh, Barnett and uh, Turkey Lake, and that's where I met that guy right there, Doug Crenshaw, who's skulking around, and he's been, <laughs> he's been my nemesis. He's been my nemesis ever since Orlando, so, and we're once again we're joined up today. We go back to, and forth, we really do. Come on over here, Mr. Play. Crenshaw. So. to play in another uh, tournament. So I'm JT. You're joining JT. a podcast with us. Have a seat. Nice to meet you. So, so I started and, and I play, I've been playing in earnest since then. And, and uh, had um, we've had a v- variety of experiences. Doug and I played uh, the first time that I cashed 
uh, in a tournament was in, I think it was in 2002 in January at the Canyon. Okay. And uh, I remember remember leading after the first round, and I thought, well, that's not going to stand up with Doug here and, and it didn't but I did I did finish second and I cashed uh, okay. my first cash and uh, soon after that my wife and I moved to Hawaii uh, oh, wow. we were both in the medical profession and um, in Hawaii they had no courses in the ground at that time so mm-hmm. but there was a local disc golf scene on the island of Oahu Okay. And we would set up temporary courses all over the island and go go throw. Oh, wow. and a couple. I played in a couple of Hawaiian Opens. The one in 2003 was on the Big Island, <clears throat> where I managed to throw several pieces of plastic into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> um, and big cliffs. Yeah, and they were big. Cl- I mean, it was it was right near the, uh, not too far from where the volcanoes oh, were wow. erupting, and you could see the smoke, you know, and the steam coming up from the water. Oh wow. But uh, it was quite, you know, lovely to be there anyway. The following year, I did a little bit. I didn't do well in that tournament. But the following year, I did <clears throat> I did fairly well. I won it, uh, won my division. <clears throat> and um, the two guys I was playing with had beaten me the year before, so I felt good at the, about that. <laughs> that course was on the island of Molokai, wow. which is one of the smaller islands over there. And you have to take a prop plane to get there or, or boat. Um, that there's would be no, very cool. There's no traffic lights on the island. And the course was temporary, set up on the back nine of a uh, of a ball golf course that they were renovating. And it was, a, it was a great tournament. I think it was my first throw of the tournament. It was along the beach. And mm-hmm. we, you had to go right to stay away from the water. Well, okay. my, my drive hysered, of course, and landed kind of in the sand. Right near where the water, the tide was coming in, and the tide actually was came in. It, 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 it grabbed my disc and pulled it back. It stopped, and so I, I ran over. I marked it really quick. I picked it up and I threw it. I didn't care where it was going, but I was just getting ready to, to get out of the water. Um, but yeah, I ended up winning that one, uh, which turned out to be fortunate because I had forgotten any cash. And when we got back to Oahu, I didn't have any money for the for the uh, taxi back to our house. So, <laughs> oh geez, that wow. was uh, that was a beautiful course, though. I mean, it was you know on the in the islands and right on obviously on the beach. So that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, came back in two thousand four. And uh, rejoined. I think we moved to yeah, we moved to St. Augustine, where there was not really an active um, uh, course in at that point. Uh, we eventually got one in there about five or six years later. But in the meantime, I would meet Doug, and we would play in like the Daytona Open and uh, yeah, okay. Orlando Open and those types of things. And uh, we had a we had a pretty good time. He would routinely, you know prompt me, which, uh, you know, he's, he's a pretty good disc golfer in his own right, um, and, um, you know, we've kind of evened out here over the last few years, so as you get older, things start to, you know, and not as some things get better, some things not so much, <laughs> and uh, so we've been, we've been going at it, you know, since, uh, what, 2000, for 20, 23 years, so wow. it's been a lot of fun, good friend. And uh, <clears throat> very enjoyable. I, I did uh, have some success a couple of years ago, and uh, I think I ended up winning three tournaments. I won the Jacksonville Open by one shot. I won the uh, Moccasin Lake Open, not the yeah Moccasin Lake Open in Tampa and Clearwater on uh, Cliff Stevens. Oh, okay. Um, Ken Clemens, course. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I actually saw Kenny there. That's a tough one. Yeah, especially in Moss. I won it by 
I, I won it by one in a playoff when, my, when the guy I was playing against missed a six-footer. Oh. And that's how I, you know, ended up winning that one, which was unfortunate for him. Mm -hmm. um, and then I won another one. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. You know, when you when you get old, the short-term memory yeah, <laughs> goes quickly. Mm -hmm. Take Prevagen. Which one? Prevagen. I've been taking that. Oh, it was probably the Masters here. Okay. That year, I'm, I'm thinking I played in. The, I, I, I try to get over here and play this one every year if I can, and mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. We play Burton quite a bit. So. Yeah, we meet uh, over here on Tuesdays with a bunch, a group of guys. We call yeah. them the Burton Bombers. Bunch oh, of old wow. guys. Okay. Yeah. If you want to get some interesting comments, you should come by on Tuesday. <laughs> you'll you'll hear a lot yeah. of stories. Yeah. My first time playing this was just literally last Wednesday when I first yeah. got here. That was the first time I like ever it? played it. So yeah, I like it's the course. Very yeah. It's you've got enough water, but there's not enough that it turns into a magnet because i'm a, if i throw a disc anywhere near water it heads to the water right it can have all the right on them in the world but it will go left right. if there's water around i'm one of those people <laughs> so, but no it, this is a really nice course so and it, some of them i played that are like missouri and delaware and stuff that are that are up in the 20s some of them get a little much yeah. this one it doesn't it's 24 but it doesn't feel right. like it because so, right. i mean everybody knows what a nine feels like and what an 18 feels like um, it's not like working you like some 24 right. that like, played like it there. Oh, oh God! Back in those days, when it was 27 holes, it took you six hours to play yeah, uh, one round. You, were, you, know. you were beat. You slept good that night. Yeah, you yeah. did absolutely. Yeah. But it was a terrific course. It's, it was one of my favorites in, mm -hmm. in uh, Florida, just because of the elevation changes yeah. and everything, which you don't get pretty much anywhere, other than maybe yeah. in northern North Florida. So yeah, North Florida. I've played a couple of there that have a little bit, but not. I mean, I've played enough North Carolina courses, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I've done Mar I've done. Um, Lake Marshall, which is a beast. That's out on the east, and that one is just uh, just absolutely ridiculous. So it's long. So the man that designed that one actually said, he goes, what? Yeah, he goes, no. He goes, I considered it for about two years when it was brought to my attention, but what he wanted is he wants to create, because they just had their first open last year. He goes, when I created that course, his name's Hunt, Mr. Hunt. Um, when I created it, he goes, when I started watching everything, he goes, I saw the numbers. It seemed like the courses were too easy for these professionals. So I wanted to create an Augusta version of a disc golf course, because mm -hmm. there's actually three courses there, two main ones, Lions and the Lair. I played the Lair. I don't have the butt or the elbows for the lion. <laughs> I walked out on 15 and looked at it, and it looked like it was 10,000 miles away. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's but it, just the elevation and stuff just absolutely beat the mess up. But there's a ton of them up there like that. There's another one up in Delaware, Ironworks. It's just mm -hmm. just a lot of uphill Waterworks trucking. in Kansas City has some major elevation change. I remember a memorable shot there. I had an uphill putt, probably 30 feet. I, I threw a true... It hit the basket, landed, and I watched it go by me as it rolled down, <laughs> right back down the. Yeah, I was in the turn. in the Casey open, Casey wide. Well, you know, back when we started playing, there was only three or four distributors: Gateway, yeah. Innova, uh, Discraft. Yeah. Me and John this morning were talking about that because when I originally played, it was ninety-seven, ninety-eight, but I only played for a couple of years and then life yeah, and all that gets in the way but me and him were talking about because actually in my cart because i'm playing ma2 tomorrow and sunday but in my cart the tournament i played in 97 i still had the cyclone 2 from it but mm -hmm. they didn't have flight numbers cyclone right. yeah. i still have the i have a 94 rock with the original stand wow. it got a crack in the center so you can't use it but right. i keep it right. and then that 
that big, heavy, thick birdie where they stamp took up the entire thing. I've got one of those too. That one's actually in my birdie car. Birdie putter? One of the birdie putters. Yeah. Oh, so. wow. That's and that, great. But that's still in decent condition. But the Cyclone too, I, in the po- other podcast episodes, I referred to it as blue. So so if I get really in a bind and I really need to get out of something, I'll reach in and grab them. But the thing's older than two of my kids. <laughs> that's, so. funny. that's funny. Now, Doug did witness my two aces here last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. he, he gets aces on I hit uh, I had a skip ace on number. It's on uh, not not the number five that we're playing today, but the, okay. you know the original five. Okay. And then I also hit the one. Uh, our finishing hole was it was number ten. It was number ten, and it's now twenty four. Okay. Yeah, because um, the one back here that's the short one, like one fifty eight. It's yeah. five. The my second game, I actually racked the change, but it didn't stay in. Yeah. Doug's <laughs> hit a nice there sure. too. So I mean, I don't know whether is that the burn hole he's talking about? The, the, the short, short one. one. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. short. You where, need that uh, right. Where else have you aced here? I haven't. That's the only one. That's it? That's it. You've got it on me. Wow. Actually, my only ace is Barnett. In the the original configuration, back in the 90s when they only had the one and you had 13. And when you had 13, it put you down the ditch. And there was a little wooded area to the left. And you kind of had to hook it in. Oh, I remember that one. That's that's the only one I've aced. So, again, I haven't played because I only played for a couple years. But that 13, because all that's now, like, I think basketball courts or something. But that 13, that was my ace. And I actually had my brother-in-law with me, the guy who got me into it. I actually had him with That's me because as soon as it hooked that corner, you couldn't see it. And no, we just heard chain. And he's sitting there. He goes, if you made that, he goes, I'm going home. <laughs> he didn't. We finished out the game. But. Yeah, you don't know if it's going to kick out or if it's going to stick. And you run down there with anticipation. I mean, we both froze and we're looking down the fairway. I looked at him. I was like, nah, it didn't happen. He goes, if it went in, I'm going home. <laughs> I got a blind ace in a, in a tournament at uh, Maximo in Tampa. Oh, I played Maximo just in the oh, last year. That's a sweet little course. Yeah. Uh, Number two. Let me tell you something about Maximo. The first... When they first played the first round there, the TV people were there, and Climo showed up. And we didn't play doubles; we played triples. That's what Richard played with yeah. Climo, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was wow. different, but uh, and, I, and that's the only time I've ever played Mexico. Uh, picnic, uh, picnic, uh, picnic Island, Island is a beautiful. Played that one too. Place. Yeah, I got that one. Uh, some people at the Saltwater Crew. That's right outside of Taylor's Park. You got the, pe- yeah. uh, the bar and then that little shop there. They're okay. the ones that told me about Picnic because I did their putting challenge so they do on Thursdays. It's so pretty. So, yeah. but yeah, it was. I like 17 because 17, you got the bay off to your yeah. left. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. So. I remember when we first pulled in the parking lot, there's a guy out there wave fishing. He had a big trout on. I said, this is my kind of place because I love to trout fish. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's there's it's some like I did a showman's too, which is interesting. Yeah, to I've say never, the least. I, yeah, I've never. I, I, the only ones I played over there were Cliff and uh, and Coachman. Coachman. I played yeah. with uh, Johnny McRae one day at Coachman and uh, their Saturday morning. Yeah. I didn't hit Coachman. I did Cliff Stevens. I did Picnic Island. Um, I did Maximo. It didn't have the flags on the basket, which makes yeah. that extremely difficult. Yes. And. Uh, but um, there's one more I hit down there. I can't remember what the other one was. But I was goofing around there. I had some doctor stuff going on down there, so I was trying to hit as many I was actually as I at the tournament in, at Coachman the year that uh, Kenny um, shot 23 down. Ooh. He parred the first hole, and they'd set up six extra holes, and he, he birdied 23 in a row after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. Too. When you when you read about that or when you when you see it when you're there and you're like wow that's amazing how do you do that I guess we probably ought to get going. We'll get in the zone. What's your PD? One five two two one. 
Nice to meet you, JT. All right, yeah, Douglas JT. Crenshaw. Yes, sir. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And I appreciate y'all sitting yeah. in with me today. Good luck tomorrow. All right, thank you, and good, good luck. luck today, tomorrow, yeah. and Sunday. Yeah, he'll no, probably beat my head in again. So, you know. Hey, Gary. All right.